All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias. Hi, Clark Van Deventer from Major Gifts Fundraiser. All right, at Major Gifts Fundraiser, we're committed to helping you raise more money than ever before by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible. There's like, there's no better way to raise money. There's no way out there that we, that will get you raising money at your maximum potential like our programs. But I'm telling you, like seriously, there are no tricks about this. Like I don't have a gimmick that I'm trying to sell you, right? It starts with deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. So we offer a variety of training programs and materials for fundraisers who aspire to be among the best in their field, right? Our clients are committed to excellence. They respect craft. And by utilizing the tools and techniques that we teach and working from the premise that we teach, which is that our donors are friends and trusted advisors, like not merely wallets with people attached, all right? That's the premise. So working from that premise, our clients have the joy and satisfaction of knowing that they're using the same tools and techniques used by the very best people in this field. Okay, now on that point, real relationships, treating our donors as friends and trusted advisors and not wallets with humans attached, all right? So it's one reason why I spend so much time talking about thanking and stewarding uh, your donors. So every new donor to your organization should be thanked seven times for their first gift within the first month after they give, all right? So more on the why, like a data-driven why, uh, behind that, the seven thinkies in the first month, more on that, the science, the data behind it in a minute. All right, then every active donor should be receiving seven standard thank yous throughout the course of the year. So these are just like seven moves, seven touch points that you have throughout the year, a minimum threshold of thanks. And like, I listen, I hate it. I hate it when organizations are like, really? Like, really, Clark? I mean, do we really have to thank them seven times? And I hate it. All right. If that's you, I hate it. I don't hate you, but I hate it. All right. It reminds me of my kids complaining about stuff I asked them to do. Right. So I don't hate my kids, obviously, but I hate it when they complain about the stuff that I asked them to do because there's a reason behind it. Um, like it reminds me of the story in the Bible where Jesus's disciples ask him how many times they should forgive someone. And they're like, well, you know, like, up to seven Jesus like up to seven times and Jesus is like yo come on man like not seven times but 77 times or or 77 times seven which is like kind of like saying like are you really asking me this question like which is what I want to say to you like are you really asking me this question because we should be so genuinely grateful for the support our donors give us that we literally 
cannot stop thanking them, all right? So you shouldn't be asking me, do I really have to thank them seven times? You should be asking me, can I only thank them seven times? And, and, and of course, the answer to that question is no, right? Like, like you don't have to stop at seven. Um, we should always be thanking our supporters, like in every interaction, like, thanks so much for your support. I hope you know how much your support means to us, right? Like, I hope you know what a difference your support makes. And like, this is not hard, right? It should come from the heart. Like, you should exude gratitude. Like, it should really be there. Like, if it's not there, I always say, like, do a heart check. You know, like, how can you not just be so genuinely grateful for people who are, who are giving to you, right? So, like, how do you do that? Like, as for specifics, I have a list of um, 57 ways to thank and steward your donors. Um, some of these are basic, like start with a good thank you letter, uh, thank you calls, follow up a thank you call with a handwritten note, right? Like I always say, you make a thank you call. Like if you're a large organization, uh, you make a thank you call and you say, hi, I'm, I'm Clark Van Deventer from such and such organization. Thanks for your support. The donor hangs up and within a few seconds, they've forgotten your name. Follow it up with a handwritten thank you note. Five days later, whatever, they get that thank you note and they're like, oh yeah. Clark, that was his name. Like, I liked Clark, right? And they put it on their desk and they see it and they remember. I, I've got one right here from an organization that sent it to me, right? It's, it's right here in my window. A note that I've had for months sitting in my windowsill reminding me of support I gave to an organization. All right, others uh, on my list, it's like, let's say you're built, doing a building project, right? Like, so you're starting a building project. So hold a groundbreaking ceremony and invite your top donors to put the first shovels in the ground, right? So um, congratulations, you, you broke ground on a new building, right? So send a vial of dirt, right, or rocks from the ground where you began construction. Um, all right, so let's just follow this train. Like, your new building is done, right? Like, hold a ribbon-cutting ceremony, right? Like, have your biggest donors hold a great big pair of scissors and get some of the pictures, right, of, of them cutting the ribbon. Um, don't throw the ribbon away, right? Like some pieces of it to some of your most important donors. Um, oh, by the way, so glad you made sure you took pictures of your ribbon cutting, right? So now have those pictures matted and framed for your donor, like matted and framed maybe for your big donor, send, send, just send some pictures to smaller donors, right? Um, put a little piece of, of ribbon inside the framing, right? So you're tearing down an old building, Send your donor a brick from the building and tell them to place it somewhere so they can be reminded of all the lives they touched in that old building. Um, did you just pay off a debt, right? Like hold a note burning ceremony um, and frame charred remains of the note your donor helped pay off, right? So if you'd like the full list, 57 ways, I did lots of little trains of thought that I, I go off of. Uh, if you'd like the full list, send me an email. My email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, so why is the thank you process so important? Okay, first, it should come from the heart, right? This should not be mechanical, right? It should truly come from the heart. But there was a study done um, several years ago on donor retention. 
And here, here's who was studied. Like, so donors who had given one gift to an organization were asked why they never gave a second gift to an organization. So study on donor retention, donor, they, they asked donors who had given one gift to an organization why they never gave a second gift to an organization. And the number one reason that came back is way worse than you think. You know, like maybe you're thinking um, they weren't thanked or they weren't appropriately thanked or they didn't get a gift received or whatever. The, the number one reason that came back was that they did not remember having given a gift in the first place. Okay. Like they gave a gift and and maybe a year, two, three, four years have passed, and they didn't remember having ever given a gift to begin with, right? So I always say that your job, my job, our job as fundraisers is to make it impossible that a donor could ever say that about our organization. We should make it impossible that a donor could ever give a gift to our organization and a year or two later not remember having given a gift in the first place. So that's why seven thank yous within the first month of the first gift. We want to make a big impression. We want to have seven standard thank yous going out throughout the course of the year to thank all of our current donors for their ongoing support. All right. So your donors should get more joy out of giving to your organization than they could get out of anything else they could do with their money, like charitable or otherwise. That's the goal. All right. And that doesn't just happen magically, right? It takes a heart for your donor and a desire to provide a great giving experience, right? But like, even that's not enough. Like good intentions aren't enough. So we have to establish some systems. Uh, we have to have an attention for detail. And we need to take a, a methodical approach to doing lots of little things right. So I like to say many little wows make one big wow, right? Um, I like to challenge fundraisers beyond that to do uh, things for your donors that people will still be telling stories about 20 years from now, right? Like, so you're long gone from your organization and 20 years from now, uh, your development staff is sitting around telling stories at a staff meeting or a happy hour. And they're like, have you ever heard the story? Oh, there's this guy, Clark, who worked here way back when. And have you ever heard the story of when he did this? Like they, they tell those stories. Um, but those big things need to happen after you've already established a baseline of thanks and stewardship, right? So, so you can't like make up for uh, negligence with one big thing. You have to, you have to do all the little things and then do the big thing on top of it, right? Like you don't get a seat um, at a poker table without paying your auntie, right? So your auntie is doing basic donor service as well, right? Like that's thanking your donors sending appropriate gift receipts, responding to messages and requests. Um, that's your auntie, all right? But you don't win the game with your auntie. All your auntie does is give you a seat at the table. So paying your auntie is committing to doing the basics well, all right? So you want to raise more money? Raising more money will be a lot easier if you have happy donors, donors who have uh, and are having joyous giving experiences with your organization. So uh, I used to say that happy donors are a prerequisite to making an ask, but like, that's not true, right? Like your donors don't have to be happy before you ask them for a gift, they just don't. But if you wanna close a big gift, like if you, wanna, if you want your donors to give big, audacious, stand on their tiptoe 
gifts, um, it sure helps if you start off with them happy and satisfied, right? So it goes beyond, um, so it, it goes beyond like this mechanical approach. Like it's more than mechanics, it has to come from the heart. It's, it's about a culture. Uh, a, a book I often recommend is um, Be Our Guest, uh, Perfecting the Art of Customer Service. And you can guess who it's about. Be Our Guest is Disney. Um, so there's this line, wowing guests, to borrow a, a word from Tom Peters, means not only meeting those preconceived notions of what a Disney vacation or film or toy should be, but exceeding them. In the same way, you must first meet and then exceed the expectations of your customers if you are going to build a reputation for quality service. All right, so listen to this. Many companies wow their customers on occasion. The story will be told and retold and perhaps added to the corporate lore, but then it's back to business as usual. But it's the plethora of little wows, many of which seem fairly insignificant at the time, on which quality service depends. If the little wows are delivered consistently and continuously, they add up to a big wow. All right, so we can't overcome many missteps with some great act of service. That's like, that's just not how it works. We have to first meet and then exceed expectations. So first we have to establish a minimum acceptable level of service. Then on that foundation, like on that foundation, we go above and beyond. So make people feel safe and loved and cared for and then wowed. Safe, loved, cared for, then wowed. So that's why I'm always talking about seven, seven thank yous in the first month, right? Seven standard thank yous over the course of the year. Um, and then every interaction is just an opportunity to say thank you. We should constantly be putting ourselves in front of our donors and just every time saying thank you, exuding thanks and gratitude and appreciation. Um, and if you do that, like if you just do really good at thanking your donors, um, you're going to see two things happen. Uh, one, your donor retention rates will go up. And, and two, you will experience marginal increases in support from existing donors. So greater donor retention and a marginal increases in support from existing donors. But like, that'd be huge, right? Like if you just stopped losing donors and every donor you had gave a little bit more, like that would be huge. That alone would be huge. And I'm not even talking about uh, major gifts yet. Like not yet, just do this, right? Like just thank your donors. Do a really good job of thanking your donors and you will raise more money. Like, like, of course you want more than a marginal increase, right? Like marginal isn't very exciting, but if you just do this, like just do this one thing, like you'll see, uh, you'll, re you'll keep your donors and the donors you have will give more, all right? Then uh, like on that foundation, we're ready for the next thing, which is, which is winnowing down our list and figuring out who we can ask for gifts that are that are exponentially larger than they've given in the past. So, uh, but if you're afraid of asking for gifts, like if you hate asking for gifts, like this is for you. Like just say, I'm going to do such an unbelievable job of thanking my donors that I raise more money. All right. So, but if you're the 
the person I have a lot of fundraisers uh, tell me they love asking for gifts. Like they say it with a bit of pride, um, their chest puffs out a bit and they're, they're proud of the fact that they're not afraid to ask for money. But then those same fundraisers will tell me that they're not closing very much. Right. Um, so again, this goes like their donors, like donors don't have to be happy. They're happy. Donors aren't a prerequisite to making and ask, but they will sure help you close more gifts. Happy and satisfied donors uh, will sure help you close more gifts. Um, and donors have told us, they've told us in their own words, when we've sat down with them and asked them why they give, um, they've told us that the more they are thanked, the more they give. Like one donor actually said to me, with, like they didn't even skip a beat. It was like, they thank me all the time and I give more, right? So it's one thing for, for me to tell you why donors give, it's another thing for you to, to hear it from donors in their own words, in their own voices. Um, so for years, I told organizations like what motivates big gifts from donors. The organ, like I, I go in, I like give a one day, I lead a one day workshop. We'd spend a couple of days together working on something. And they say, Clark, why do, organ, why do donors give big gifts? And I tell them like, here's why donors give big gifts. And then I would leave, like, and when I would tell them, they, they'd like nod their heads in agreement. They'd take notes, you know, they, they would like be totally on board with the things that I said. And then I would leave and I would watch them like fall back to the same old routines of selling things donors had told me they don't care about. So uh, what I did is I put together a program for you. Um, it's a little more than an hour long. It's about 75 minutes. Um, we sat down with major donors, donors who had given uh, five, six, and seven-figure gifts, and we we asked them why they give, um, and we recorded the conversations. Okay, so we the interviews. We 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 record these conversations. Now we're giving them to you. All right, so it's free, totally free, gratis. All right, you can download it now. Uh, I've got the link. Uh, posted in the comments, but super easy to remember, tinyurl.com backslash donor secrets, tinyurl.com slash donor secrets. All right, if you have trouble finding it, if you're one of those people, uh, email me at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. I'm so mean, one of those people. All right, so that's two free resources for you in this video. Um, list of 57 ways to thank and steward your donors and then the interview program where we sat down with major donors and recorded the conversations and now are making them available to you you can get that at tinyurl.com slash donor secrets both of them free Um, feel free to email me if you have trouble finding them Uh, or the the one 50 list of 57 ways we don't have up anywhere you have to email me for it again email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. You can also just send me a message uh, on the Major Gifts Fundraiser Facebook page or tweet to me at Major Gifts Pro. That's at Major Gifts Pro. All right. One more thing, if you haven't seen it, I have a list of 13 tips to writing a good thank you letter. It's a nice checklist to run through when you are drafting and reviewing thank you letters. All right, so you should be reviewing and updating your thank you letters on a regular basis. All right, so uh, you can email me for that list as well. Uh, 13 tips to writing a good thank you letter. 
Again, you've got the email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Okay. Uh, if you have other topics you'd like me to address in future episodes, shoot me a message, post a comment, email me. Um, again, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right. Just the fact that you're here, right, like that you're listening to this, it's a good sign, right, to me anyway. Um, you get it, right? Um, you know that you need to raise money, that the work your organization does is only possible if you're able to raise money, right? So, yes, um, you want to raise more money. I want to help you raise more money, of course, right? Like, of course, I'm here to help you raise more money, but the programs that uh, we offer at Major Gifts Fundraiser are really for people who are committed to excellence. It's for people who respect craft, who want to know that they're among the best. Uh, the additional money that you'll raise, and you will raise more money, um, it's the icing on the cake. All right. So that along with deeper, like truly like deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible. The donors that I interviewed in this uh, interview program, these are people who I've known for uh, in some cases 20 years and haven't even been giving to organizations I've represented for a number of years. We've just remained close. We, we became friends. We, we have deep and meaningful relationships, right? So that's what you can have with your donors. Um, having started in development at a young age and enjoying uncommon success in my career because of excellent training and coaching. So I, because of that, I understand the importance of equipping professionals in the nonprofit community with the tools to be successful. So after years of helping organizations improve their fundraising efforts, um, what happened? So I've been consulting for a long time. Uh, we saw a few clients begin to see not just increases, but like exponential growth in major gift revenue. And we stepped back and tried to understand why. And uh, from that question of why we've now created a variety of programs to help fundraisers achieve success with major donors. So our programs work best for nonprofits that already have an existing donor base, although we can help you if you're just in startup mode trying to acquire new donors. And the organizations should always be seeking to acquire new donors. But the programs that we teach or the, the uh, concepts that we teach and the programs that we offer really are designed uh, for organizations with an existing donor base. So we help you get maximum support from your current donor list. I call your current donor list your acres of diamonds. You just got to go out and work your field. All right. So if that's you and you're ready to see uncommon growth in your major gift revenue, contact me, Clark, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. You've got the email, right? How many times have I said it now? All right. So we're committed to your success. And we look forward to celebrating your success with you. All right. That is all for today. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta.